Welcome to the Grace-Filled and Graceful Podcast, where we break free from feeling like we have to be in constant hustle mode in order to hit our success goals while growing our online businesses. I'm your host, Jennifer Emanuel, and I share bite-sized, actionable strategies, systems, and tips that allow you to focus on your God-given strengths and experience so that you can provide a great income for your family and all in a way that feels good to your soul. Let's start today's conversation. Welcome to Grace-Filled and Graceful. I'm Jennifer, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about why you might not be selling as much as you'd like to be selling with your online business. I think I started to understand the process even before there was a name put on it. But then once I realized there was a name for this whole entity, then um, I really it really hit home for me. Last time's podcast. At the end, I had asked you if you identify with any particular um, character in fiction, whether movies or books, or if you look up to anybody. My degrees in English, uh, I focus mainly on American literature in college, um, but I love a lot of different, you know, classic type things. I love current books as well, but anything with a, a long history makes it more intriguing to me. And I, I, you know, I like different characters in books and in movies, but I never aspired to be any of them until this past summer. So this past summer, my daughter um, really got into, she's 11, really got into Harry Potter. But I thought it would be something fun to do, she and I together. And so I started over and we read the books together. And you really get to know the characters. The, the writer, J.K. JK Rowling, is a great, a great writer. The more and more I learned about all of the different characters, the more and more I fell in love with Dumbledore. Now, Dumbledore, if you haven't read Harry Potter, an orphan boy who grew up living with his aunt and uncle, he is a wizard and his aunt and uncle are not. At, um, they weren't the kindest to him. And then at a certain age, he got an uh, invitation to attend this prestigious wizard wizard witch school called Hogwarts. He meets some great people there, um, becomes friends with several people, like close friends with several people. And then there's teachers and then there's, you know, there's enemies there, there's friends there, the whole like drama unfolds. But I fell in love with Dumbledore, who is the headmaster of the school, because of his complete lack of interest in getting swept up into people's drama. It seems like he is always calm, cool, collected, wise, never in a hurry. He handled life in such a way that I look up to it. And so I would love to know about characters in literature for you or movies. If you're, if you don't read, you might enjoy um, stories um, in movies, but like, is there anybody that you look up to in literature? Uh, I think I should get like a little picture picture of Dumbledore and put him here to remind me to always stay in that type of energy. But um, speaking of energy, let's save you some energy. Okay, let's get into this idea. And you may have heard the word and there's several ways to pronounce it. I don't know which one's the right one. It's probably listed as both in the dictionary. Niche or niche. <laughs> if it's uh, maybe it's French. Let's talk about this. Okay, so here's the story of um, my experience getting into sales and learning how to be professional in it. Nobody's nobody's born knowing how to sell. Some people are labeled like, oh, she's a natural born salesperson. Well, I wasn't. <laughs> As an introvert, 
a lot of it was counterintuitive. Like, oh, I have to be around people and I have to talk to them. And if you are in sales, especially if you're starting and you have no experience, any victory is what you're you're grabbing for, right? You're grabbing for anything that can can show that you can sell something. If somebody buys something from you, that's a victory, <laughs> right? And I was like that too. I mean, I was 23. I was selling a skincare and cosmetics line. I was just going for any sale. I could care less what they bought. I mean, just just to sell anything, I was ecstatic. And so my thought was show everything to everybody as much as I can. And then my sales would increase. Now, what I found is that that annoys a bunch of people, which increased my rejection and taking that stance. I want to sell anything to anybody. Imagine that energy, that frantic, tornadic, nonstop, almost pushy. And after, you know, after some time, I figured it out. They wanted us to focus on just one part of the line and then grow from there, which now in perspective makes complete sense. So what I did over 20 something years is I went from full on chaotic, crazy, must sell anything to anybody to making it a little bit more simple and not trying to sell it to everybody but looking for those people that had a need for what I offered. Okay, so what did I offer? I offered a service. I offered a product. Instead of just talking to everybody all the time, I found ways to specifically only talk to the people that had needs for those things. Okay, so you can tell the energy is changing a little bit with with this perspective. Okay, and since we want to run our businesses in a way that feels great for to our soul, graceful and graceful filled, that is why whittling away of excess, this minimalism and the way that we work is going to save us so much time and energy. So we're going to be talking about niche. So that is my story coming from frantic energy, fear-based, lack-based, and getting some perspective, some experience, and just growing up knowing more about myself and what felt good and what didn't feel good and more about who I am. And so chances are you've already been through this, this, um, this part of the program. You are just finding a way, get a result in a way that feels best to you. So let's kind of talk a broad overview of niche. And I'm going to say niche because I don't like the way niche sounds. It sounds like quiche. And I just can't get into that. But <laughs> so let me give you an overview of what we're looking at and how it's probably different than what you felt or experienced or not. When you whittle down far enough into your niche, it is going to eliminate a lot of time and energy that you've been wasting, eliminate a lot of the rejection that you've been experiencing and the crickets. If you, you know, you're growing, you're doing something on social media and you're not getting anything back from people. That is because your scope is, or at least in part, your scope is too broad. You're painting this picture of your services, your product to too many people. You may talk to the masses, but you're going to lead people to the next step one-on-one. And so what does a one-on-one conversation look like? It's a little bit more intimate. It's a little bit more um, real versus talking to a group of people. The customer feels more heard and listened to. 
And it's almost like a partnership. You're walking with them through where they are. And the goal is to show them potentially how it's how your 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 service or your product is going to benefit them and make their life easier or better or sweeter or prettier. The overview is instead of speaking to the masses, to speak to one person. So my first thought when I was learning this was, I need more than one customer. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, this world is an expansive place and it's filled with people, filled with people. We are just so closed off. Even the the most connected of us can feel like there's not enough people to buy what it is that I'm selling. But the world is so much more vast than what you understand. And I believe that everything that we need is here for us. So wouldn't it make sense to focus your energies on speaking to that one person that you are looking to help, looking to support, looking to encourage? Wouldn't that make it easier on you instead of trying to make a whole bunch of people happy enough to buy your product? You are focused on this relationship with the one. I haven't been able to think of anything unless it's just a bad idea. Let me just tell you that. That's what market research is for. But if you have an idea, chances are people are going to need it. If you're talking to them specifically, that when they're learning about you, they get that feeling of, she knows me. I thought I was the only one. This person feels it too. And and she's going to help me get past this. Oh, I'm so in. Okay, so it's going, it's going to be more than one person, I promise. And it's going to eliminate so much rejection. So the rejection isn't going to be like, woo, stay clear of her. That's all she talks about. And I'm bored of listening to her talk about whatever. It's going to be, oh, she's a, she's providing a service. Uh, the service doesn't look like it's for me. Like I'm not a match. It's a whole different energy. They eliminate themselves. And because they have the choice to eliminate themselves from the conversation, they're much more happy about it versus you constantly being in their face. The the strokes are too broad for your product. So we want to narrow down who you're speaking to. It's when you narrow it down that the people that are supposed to hear are going to be listening. In life, there's there's voices calling to you. There's billboards. There's um, window uh, window shopping. There's video game ads, etc., etc. But when you are your attention is caught, that's that brand doing its job to talk to only you. Because if they're trying to keep everybody happy, nobody's going to want it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share several questions with you that I bring my clients through. When I do, um, I do a call uh, appointment with clients, and I wanted just to share with you real quick what that looked like in case you or somebody that you know would benefit from this. So I have sittings, sittings for a call where I meet with clients online and go through a multi-step process to kind of confirm what they already know about what they're looking to do with their niche, but you, they need to like clear away some of the brush to get to what's under it. It's going to provide clarity and it's going to build their confidence because sometimes once you agree, we just need the like, yes, that's exactly it. Um, Confirmation that we're on the right track. And I have experienced that so much in my time building business that um, 
I want to give that to other people. So it gives them the confidence and the knowledge as to what the next baby step is for them. It, it clears away a bunch of clutter. It helps streamline the process. It helps laser focus um, on their process and, and growing their business. So that's kind of what that is. And it's uh, it's like a, a Zoom call. And um, so I will put some um, some more details with that in the show notes. Let's get started with some questions. Would you agree that you speak with somebody who lives on a farm in the middle of Iowa differently than you would speak to somebody who lives in Manhattan and works at a huge company? Maybe they're the CEO. Not differently in in respect, but differently, they're going to resonate with different things. Even the the speed at which you speak and the the things that you talk about and the questions that you ask them to connect with that person, you're going to ask different questions, would you not? Or talk about different experiences, or you would get the idea that I'm not clicking with this person, right? Okay, so that's kind of where we're going from. So let's talk briefly about some basics, the name of the person. And why is this helpful? Because when you're asking yourself, who am I helping today? What am I ha- helping them with? It's, I think it's even easier to answer those questions if you have a name for the person. So I'm sitting down, I'm planning my content, I'm planning who I'm speaking with. I'll be like, so what does Julie need today? The end of a quarter, it's the beginning of the holiday season. Um, she has children. She, you know, she lives in a fairly suburban area. Um, she has access to these things. Um, these are probably the types of things that she's seeing when she's out and about. So you have to ask yourself, what's her name? How old is she? Now, why do we want to know how old she is? Because wouldn't your product do great for everybody? Yes, but you're not talking to everybody. You're talking to that one person. So how old is she? Now, what does that matter? How old are you? (laughs) Different life things happen to you when you're 18. Then when you're 45, when you're 45, your children are a little older if you have children. Okay, so next question. How old is your perfect client? Does she have children? How old are her children? What are her children's activities? Is she bringing them to all kinds of practices or her children older and drive themselves? Are her children younger? And maybe is she still home with babies? Okay, so it's important that you know these things. Okay, the next thing location. It kind of freaked me out to say I have to pick like one town and all my customers have to come from that town. No. But um, what I did pick is suburb. She lives in a suburb. She doesn't live in the middle of a big city. She doesn't live on a farm. She lives in a suburb. And that's where somebody lives sculpts what's important to them. And I guess I should have mentioned this at the beginning. This idea of honing in on one particular person will attract that person. But you know what else it will attract? Other people. It very may well be that you are looking for a 35-year-old female who loves arts and crafts, who wants to decorate her house with things that she makes, or, uh, you know, she has five kids and etc. So that's that's who you want to work with. And then the next thing you know, somebody's knocking on your door and she's single and she's, you know, 22 and she just so happens to love what you're doing. That's fine. It's great. You are going to attract other people that you aren't 
looking for. They'll kind of show up and you'll be like, how did you get here? You know, you're going to love them for who they are and what they want and all of that. And you're going to serve them well, but you're going to be like, I wonder how she got here. But there'll be something about you. And it won't be that you're wishy-washy and that you're talking to everybody. She'll kind of like listen to your, like if you're at a party and, you know, your friend's talking to somebody over here and you're, you know, you're doing something and you kind of hear the conversation and it's interesting. You, that person might turn around and be like, oh my goodness, I was just thinking about, blah, blah, blah. she might be nothing like you or your friend, but because you're so resolute in who you're serving and what you're doing, it's going to attract people. Okay. So continuing their job. What is their job? What is their income? So if, are they married? Do they have double income? Is it just his income? Is it just her income? Do they have a corporate job? Do they work from home? Do they have a job and a side hustle? And I got this particular question from uh, Kelly Brock. She is a fabulous coach out there who um, has been helping me for a little while. And I thought this was just, it was just mind blowing this question because we all, we all get it, right? Okay. Do they work out? Does your person work out? Now, does she get dressed in the morning as if she's going to work out? But more than likely, she doesn't. So she just wear workout gear because it's comfortable and she has no intention of working out. Does she work out every day? It tells you a lot about the person and their um, their character and their lifestyle, does it not? Okay, and if you're selling something that could help with getting them to work out more or being more comfortable in their workout gear or... Uh, uh, mindset shifting courses, then you, that's important for you to know. Would you not agree? Okay. Um, what are their shopping habits? Do they spend $300 on jeans or are they like, oh, Target's having a sale two for one? You know, where do they shop? Where do they get their joy in shopping? Do When do they shop? Are they put the kids to bed, hop on your phone kind of shopping or are they middle of the day going to the mall shopping? What are their main priorities in life? What are they all about? What do they make their decisions upon? So now we're going to talk about some pain points because your your product is going to be what helps them stop having a pain. When the pain that your customer is feeling gets to a point, she's going to want to do something about it. You know, we have some annoyances. We have some things that we don't like, but there's a difference between that and an actual pain. What is their biggest struggle in life right now? What are the biggest problems that your clients deal with daily? What do they stay up late thinking about? When they wake up in the middle of the night, what are they thinking about? Are they thinking about how to save money? They want a really beautiful home, but they don't want to spend tens of thousands of dollars and have an interior decorator come in. They are a creative soul and they're just at a loss for how to express themselves creatively. They're an online business owner who is tired of the whole hustle game. They want to build an online business that's significant using the strengths and gifts that they've been given by the Lord. And they know they have something important to teach and needs to be out there. Uh, And they want to share with people the joy that they're having building their business by letting them know that they can build an online business that's unique and timely and important that feels but in a way that feels good to their soul that's the customer that I'm serving a couple more and then we'll wrap up 
Okay, so this problem that I have, how long has it been a problem? Has it been festering for years or is this new to them? It, all of these things, it's going to take some time. Okay, <laughs> me, the one that wants to hurry through and just fill in the blanks and move on to the next thing, because I figure that when I, if I get to the next thing, I'll win. <laughs> I want to get to the win point. This takes some time, you guys. Put put some, um, put some, put it by the, your place that you sit when you have coffee. You know, spend a little bit of time every day on it. Okay, you don't have to have all the answers immediately. And here's the other scoop. They'll probably change over time. In my year or so of doing this, the person that I service changed a couple of times. And that's, it's life. It's going to happen. Okay. What's the biggest obstacle that they face in terms of overcoming that pain point? Is it time, money, energy, um, fear? Are they currently looking to find help for this anywhere? Are they searching Google for help on this? Um, or are they seeing a professional or do they are they already in online courses? And the last question that we're going to go on to here is list the top three outcomes that they want to achieve. What do they really want? And I love this because it's one of those dig down deep questions that uncovers a lot. And it's in digging down and eliminating a lot of the brush and dead leaves on top, clearing away all that. You're going to get to the fertile ground and really digging down and finding the answers to who it is that you're serving, what what you've been giving the message that you're trying to spread and who you're serving, what what's going to be the next step? The next step, maybe next time I talk with you, I'll go back to how to find what it is that's in you and pull that out so that you know what you're going to be teaching. But um this idea of finding customers is so important to the process. I thought I'd start with that. The next step is going to be market research. Remember I talked about, you know, if you have an idea, chances are there's somebody out there that needs it. Well, of course you want, and, and you know, you're the idea of finding the perfect customer. You want more than one customer. So we're going to do some market research <laughs> to be sure that you're in the right direction. Chances are, if it's not the right thing, the first go at it. It's it's not that it's wrong. It's just maybe it just needs to be clicked a notch one way. Or So what did I promise to give you in the show notes? I'm going to link you with um, Kelly Brock. Um, I'll get you her information as well as if you want to participate in any of her programs. She has several. Um, I have a little link there for you. Okay, so I'll put that in there. And next time, we're going to be going back a step <laughs> and talking about how to pull from you this, this idea that you're going to be serving people with the skills that you've been given, building a viable online business. And I have some questions for you to kind of get you moving in that right direction. What lights you up and gets you out of bed in the morning? What's your journey story? Where did you, where did you start? What did you learn? What have you learned and where are you going? And then what are some of the biggest struggles that you've been through that has given you the most growth? Those are the questions I have for you to be pondering for the next time that we talk that I have, I have a content library that I'm building for you. I have a really great video uh, there as an example of what the training is like in there. So I'll put the link in there as well so you can get that video. So thank you so much for joining us 
today on our Grace-Filled and Graceful podcast number four. And thank you if you joined us live. Thank you uh, live on YouTube as well as um, our um, Facebook group, uh, Grace-Filled and Graceful. That, that person that is out there waiting for you, that's been looking, searching for an answer to their pain. And thank you for not giving up on this thing that you've been asked to do. It's, it's, it's so worth your time and energy and you're going to make a big difference. So thanks for watching and listening and participating. And I look forward to seeing you guys next week when we talk more about pulling all of that that's been eating at you and getting it in an organized way so that you know what exactly it is that you're going to be doing to serve these amazing customers. I guess I should have started in the other one, but I was so excited about Niche then that I had to jump on it. So there you go. You got it. And um, thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.